Hey guys, welcome back to the Adam and Kelso show. Um, today we have a few topics that we want to talk to y'all about. Um, we feel like this will hit pretty close to home. And you know, a lot of a lot of us in our lives, um, you know, being when we were younger or teenagers, we had to go and we had to get our first job. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us got lucky. Well, maybe some of us got lucky and got into some really great fields. But a lot of us went into fast food. And everybody knows, everybody knows right now, fast food is full of in, insane occurrences. You get to deal with some crazy people. And we've got so many good stories to tell you from our experiences and our you know, fast food jobs all the way to maybe retail and all kinds of different jobs that we've had. And we think it, it's it's going to be a blast. So and we and I think with with fast food it's so crazy because you know you go in thinking oh this is going to be great I want to make some money right like I want to make some money quick easy money quick easy money but then you realize wow this is probably going to be a nightmare like your third day in mm-hmm. and you know especially working with drive-throughs Adam um, I I know that you would work fast food and I know you've probably got crazy stories and I got crazy stories too of people walking up to the window. They don't even have a car or they're on a bike or they're they're asking for you know for food for free because they're trying to get to Boston. They don't have much money for gas. <laughs> so apparently they're gonna put a hamburger in their tank or something to get to Boston. Right, I have no right. clue. Um yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff happens when you work fast food. Uh, I remember my first job was a uh, very very popular fast food chain I uh, won't name any names but <laughs> it was my first job I was 18 years old and I, I, yeah I should have been a little younger but yeah I was 18 years old first job at this fast food place I can't I remember the day I got my uniform I got my hat I, I, I felt I felt I felt like I was somebody you were stoked yeah I was stoked. you were stoked but yeah. you didn't know that the nightmare was slowly coming <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember working at the front counter you know, just smiling faces. Hey, how can I help you today? What would you like? Can I take your order? And some people are nice. A lot of people are nice. But then you, you just have some people who, they just wake up on the wrong side of the bed every single day. And they just want to feel like they can talk to you however they want to talk. And they, it can be pretty brutal out there. Um, <laughs> uh, one of my pet peeves were it was... Uh, when people come come through the drive-thru, uh, they would ask for, I want my fries with no salt. <laughs> and when they... Uh, have to make a whole new batch so of fries. We'd have to person. sit there. we have to sit there. Make make fries from scratch, basically. It takes about... Nah, it only takes about three to four minutes, but that's like an eternity waiting in a drive-thru. And I'll never forget, when these people come to the window, first thing they ask for is... Fresh fries or fries with no salt, and I'm 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 sorry, mom, and I, I, I don't know if you'll listen to this. Um, I love you, but my mom is one of those people. Um, she will ask for fresh fries with uh, salt or or maybe extra salt. I don't know if she does that, but yeah, she'll she'll go in and she'll ask for fresh fries that they got to be hot, like they literally have to come out of the volcano or or Mount Doom. Uh, and she has to have them just scalding, like flaming grease, hot. Grease still needs to be dripping <laughs> like off. Grease has fries. to be dripping off of like the fries. The bag has to be completely. <laughs> like warm. it has to be just melting, yeah. just sizzling still. It falls in your lap. And, and, you and, like, 
and that's that's how she always. I don't, I don't think my I don't think my dad was was that bad. I think he was pretty just whatever about the whole thing. He would just grab uh, his his fast food and go like, oh, this is fine, whatever. Well, the cool thing about my dad, I don't think he ever used drive thru. I think he always just parked and went in. I have so much respect for people. Like that. <laughs> I, I think I think he just parked and went in, and I had to do that today actually because the fast food restaurant I went to, the uh, the little box that you order at, it was apparently having problems. So I went inside and ordered my food, and I was in and out a lot faster than I would be at a drive thru and I thought, wow, my, my dad has such a has such a good idea. That's that's incredible. Um, I gotta keep doing this and I mean and you're talking about, you know, working in fast food and I've worked in fast food too and like I said I've had uh, you know, people walk up to the windows ordering stuff and of course people, you know, Do you trying to get free them? food. Do you serve them when they I, don't have a car? I, I think I, I did. I don't think I've had that happen. I think actually. I think I did. I don't I don't know. I think he didn't even have a shirt either. <laughs> so that so that was that was really interesting. So it, it, you meet all kinds of people coming through, especially like the coworkers you have. Some are awesome. Some are mm-hmm. crazy. You know. Yeah, they don't usually do like very thorough background checks <laughs> for their hire fast food employees. Is this Cedric just spitting a burger? <laughs> uh, he's an alright guy. He'll be okay. He's, yeah, he's he'll be okay. And and I remember. I remember a lot of other, you know, crappy jobs I've had, you know, and like I told you earlier, we were discussing earlier how I had worked in this, this paint factory, and I don't know how it, I don't know how it happened, um, but um, I was, I guess in the can that it was in, or the barrel, there was too much pressure, and whenever I opened it, or whatever it happened, it just exploded everywhere. So, if you look at me, I'm covered in like this dark, like, like this dark reddish paint and it's all over my clothes it's all over my face why did it explode I, I don't know I don't know it was it was basically like someone took a canned drink and, and then shook it up and it just and opened it and exploded it everywhere. was red paint and it was red paint like a murder scene uh, like a murder scene it was it was horrible I was covered in red paint everybody thought it was the funniest thing ever and meanwhile I'm like <laughs> with like red leaving red footprints behind like I murdered somebody you know it was it, it just wasn't good it, it, it was, it, I, I didn't, needless to say, I think I said, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and I think I never came back to that job. I think I just went home at this point. So what did, did you just, like, throw those clothes away? Like, I had, yeah, I had to, and then I had to scrub my, my hair, and it was, it was. Like, it was in your face. It, like, yeah, it was, oh, it was, it was, the paint was everywhere. It was, it was terrible, and, and I know that, you know, Adam was talking about, um, like, how he had a, he had had a job where he had waved, waved to people or held stat like oh, there was a statue or, or yeah, like holding yeah. signs like I don't I don't remember but you go ahead. So yeah, there's a there's a company. Uh, their mascot is a uh, Statue of Liberty for a tax, the, the place that does your taxes. Ah, okay. no, not naming right, names, right, not naming right, names. Right. So it was like a side when I was working at this fast food place. I thought it'd be another easy way to you know make eight dollars an hour in my life. Oh, second job. Yeah, so. I look like a dang fool sitting on the side, standing on the side of the road, dressed up as the Statue of Liberty. Um, I was waving my my only job. I had one job, waving at these cars going by. It's easy. It was it's insanely easy. It was degrading. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. I remember, I remember, uh, yeah, a school bus went by one time, man. It was bad. It was like middle schoolers, and yeah. you know how bad middle schoolers are. And yeah. I got a lot of middle fingers. <laughs> um, 
giving me dirty looks. Yeah. I mean, here and there, you know, I got a couple waves and a couple smiles, but most of the time it was just people, you know, flipping me off, blowing their horn at me. And Did you ever get anything thrown at you? No, I didn't. Well, that's surprisingly. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually really good. It was like it was like 20, 20, below twenty degrees outside too, which didn't make it any better. No, did that give you some sort of like company jacket? Like here's your uh, Statue no, of Liberty coat. It gave me a gown that the Statue of Liberty <laughs> wore. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. But I think fast food was a little better. I mean, there's a couple times where I've seen people just walk in from the streets. With a huge, like, you know, those sweet tea cups? Yeah. They would walk in, not even walk up to the counter, fill their drink up, mm. and then walk right back out. <laughs> and it was above my pay grade to <laughs> say anything. I, uh, ma'am, <laughs> sir, can you, what, what, uh, have a nice day. Have a, have a nice day. <laughs> have a nice day. My pleasure. Wait, is that, is that, is that a Wendy's cup? This, wait, this isn't even Wendy. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And dude, that that takes that takes that takes the cake, man. This the, this the holding, you know, waving at people as a Statue of Liberty. Uh, it just reminds me of yet another uh, cruddy job that I was somehow suckered into. This one is going to be so hard to talk about and embarrassing. So you know, I was on the usual, and everybody listening, you're you're going to make so much fun of me, but I, I got on one of the the job sites, you know, where you can look up jobs and. And I scrolling through, and I thought, oh, well, this looks like a good opportunity. Uh, pays well, you know, uh, claim that you can work your way up and get really good insurance. So I thought, you know, why not? I put in my application, uh, you know, waited a few days, ended up getting a call from this, this lady. She sounded very nice. said, yeah, uh, Mr. Sims, you can, um, uh, Kelso, you can come in. You know, we can do an interview. You know, we can see uh, what's going on. It's going to be like a hands-on thing. So, you know, just dress nice and come in. Um, and you can you know see what we do, and you can agree there, or you can agree to take it there. Did or you, you ever ask not. her what you're going to be doing? At this point, I don't think I really <laughs> asked her. I think I just needed the job yeah. so bad. Yeah. I was just in a bad spot, so I thought, you know what? Um, I'll, I'll just see what it is. I'm like, what? What the hell? I'll I'll see what it is. So I ended up driving about 45, 50. It might have been close close to an hour, maybe about 50, 55 minutes. Uh, to this random like little warehouse, you know, it looked kind of nice. It was kind of like in the middle of a field for some reason. At this point, I'm like, okay, what am I going to be you doing? A farmer or something? I, I don't. I, look, I didn't. I saw a lot of farms on the way out there, and that's when I was kind of like, I don't know. This this might be weird. Uh, but ended up getting to the building and seeing you know these nice vans, and I'm like, okay, well they've got vans, so that's that's all right. And we walk in and we talk about, oh yeah, uh, we we had a little uh, seminar, and they said, oh yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, Jerry here. He came in and working. He was working for Subway, and now he makes nine hundred and sixty grand a year. No, he's the CEO now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry was making this, and now he's driving limos. And well, he's 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 in limos. Got a limo driver. Um, you know, he's doing great, making hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, what is this? They what tell, is this? What is this job? They I'm, tell you about all the trips to Costa Rica, yeah, and yeah, Hawaii yeah. that you of would course, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> I think he went to Hawaii, New Zealand, and like there was all kinds of pictures of him going to like movie premieres. I should have known this was going to be horrible. Yeah. So you know, they're like, yeah, well, they're they're giving all these success stories, saying you know this guy did this and this guy did that, and moving up. You know, she she's up in the world now, making tons of money. Why would you not want to work there? Well, that's the thing. I just still didn't know what I was doing after like an hour and a half. 
So now we're them trying to sell you the job without you even knowing what it was. Even know what it was. Okay. So they're finally like, all right, guys, uh, we're about to show you what we do here. We're about to show you what we're, what we're getting into. Uh, and no one else had asked either. I guess everyone else was in the same boat that I was How many in. people showed up? There was probably like 20 people in this room with wow. them. Wow. And I don't know. And and they, so I, I guess they didn't know either. I, I have no clue. So we ended up walking to the door. And you know in the movies, yeah, you know in the movies whenever um, you know a door opens and the light hits you and then finally all is revealed. So Pandora's box. This was the worst Pandora's box I've ever opened. It was terrible. Um, literally, they opened the door. We walked in the room. Guess what I was going to be doing? If you guessed selling vacuum cleaners, oh, that is man. correct. That they wanted me to sell vacuum cleaners, going door to door to that's, sell vacuum cleaners, and I was like, well. I, I, mm, I, and I and I went to the office. I said, "Hey, man, uh, I I can't I can't do it." Like he said, like, "Come on, man, you were making like nine hundred grand in the next like four days." Nine hundred grand. <laughs> I was like, "I don't know." He said, "But we got good benefits." I said, "Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna get benefits." Oh, you get them a year in? No, nah, I literally just walk, I literally just turned around and walked out. I couldn't do it. Drove all that way. I, I just waited around for like an hour, hour and a half, and finally it was revealed to me selling vacuum cleaners. What's wrong with What's wrong with selling vacuum cleaners? But that's somebody cool. has to do it. I mean, yeah, somebody's got to do it. But I mean, that it's not even. You can just go to uh, Amazon or or you can go to a grocery not a grocery store, but you can yeah, go to like a, get that a personal store. personal experience. Okay, okay. So a door to door salesman, you want a guy to come up to your door and be like, "Hey, uh, were you busy watching your show? You want to hear about this vacuum cleaner I'm trying uh, to sell you?" Absolutely. All right, well, I don't know. It just wasn't a job for me. If someone pulled it off, if that guy really made millions of dollars, I'm happy for him. I really am. But selling vacuums was not for me, and I just think that's kind of a like a, a dying job. That what? job sounds like it sucks. Yeah, like the door. I hate <laughs> I hate your puns. I hate them. And like I said, that it just that is one of those dying jobs, you know, like a, a, a door-to-door salesman. I just feel like you don't see them anymore. Uh, the only people I know that still go door to door are people trying to, you know, talk to you about their religion. Uh, we know who we're, who we know we're talking about here, um, and you know that's the only door to door people that I still really know of, other than um, actually that's that's really it. See, they try to get me doing a job kind of similar to that, which was probably even more boring and more just not uninteresting as selling vacuum cleaners. I got a job. I got a call from a fine gentleman who wanted me to go door to door uh, selling life insurance. Oh, man. And I, 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 they gave me the whole spill about, you know, kind of like kind of like what they did with you. You're going to make so much money. I even showed up in a suit that day yeah. thinking I was going to be doing something. I said, dress nice. Your life's about to change. Yeah, yeah. Dress life's about to change. Dress to impress. If you showed up in jogging pants, they probably want you. Yeah, right yeah. You got a heartbeat. Yeah. They want you. If you can breathe, you got it. And I don't see how it. they expected some like twenty year old guy go around selling life insurance. I just anyway, I kind of similar situation. I kind of turned the other way on that one. Not something I could see myself doing. Driving your own car. Yeah. Destroying your car. Burn, burn your gas. Yeah. Driving six hundred miles. They'd be like, "Do you think you're gonna die tomorrow? Sign up with us." Yes. Yeah, that's. Do you not care about your wife? Do you not care about yourself? Yeah. Like, you need to get this. See, it's just like do I said. Do you just want to up and die and then and not have and be a piece of crap and make them pay for your funeral? And your children can pay for your funeral. Yeah. yeah, see, yeah see, that's yeah. the thing, man. Like I said, this door-to-door salesman is kind of a, a dying job, I man. Unless you're going around and giving people like 
a hundred grand and making money doing it, that would be awesome, changing people's lives. But yeah, those are, that's a dying job, door to door sales, and and there's so and I feel like there's so many other uh, dying jobs out there. Um, you know, like we were talking about earlier, uh, newspapers. You know, nobody really uses newspapers anymore. If you think about it right now, think about it right now. Everything, um, it, it's so. It's, it's straight to us. It's We've got it on our phones, our computers. Our, uh, it, it's everywhere. And like we talked about in our last episode, technology has rapidly evolved. We're not going to go back into that, but with newspapers, the news is, is everywhere. It's, it's Facebook. It's, it's, uh, it's Google. It's right on our feeds all the time. So I don't even see how newspapers are, I guess, like small towns maybe. Yeah, I mean, you still see... You still see newspapers on people's yards and things like that. I mean, people still pay for them, but, I mean, like you said, you can pull it up on your phone and look at it. Now, granted, if you go to a news article, you got to have, like, a subscription for it, but it's just no one reads the actual paper anymore. And a lot of people get their news off of podcasts. You know, there's news yeah, podcasts. Man, those there's, are very reliable. Those those are, there's they, some could be. I mean, there's probably some some daily ones that have stuff. We, yeah, I've never, I've never heard, I've never really listened to news podcasts because, you know, news is always so depressing. But, you know, maybe somebody saved a cat out of a tree or something actually positive. Um, but yeah, there could be really good podcasts out there. So if you're in a news podcast or you feel like you want to get into them, go check them out. Um, and, you know, there's with, and with the broadcasting and stuff, I, I've actually read an article about how broadcasting um, is actually a dying job. I know that we're talking about, uh, you know, being on the radio and stuff like that. Um, but I really think it's hilarious because technically with podcasts, we're kind of, sort of broadcasting you know like you know you have to click play you've got to, you can download it and podcast and stuff but I feel like you know this type of broadcasting is coming up like it's this broadcasting has been around for a long time um, you can you can find anything like true crime stuff oh, yeah. or, or cater or, to anybody or, or what we're doing now just us having discussions about various topics that we Random, think relate yeah. to people you know there's a lot of a lot of dying jobs out there and you you're listening our listeners can probably they might even be in dying jobs. They might think they're in one. They could have a, a, a terrible job they could tell us about. Yeah. Um, and uh, I want to reiterate that you know, there's always something better out there. So you feel if you're in, you feel if you're in a, in a, in a creative position, you know, get out there, make it look better. Yeah. I think that's a, a thing you can do. You can set goals and accomplishments, and you know, because I've always wanted to, uh, I've always wanted to work in. Um, uh, with animals, you know, because I've, I've had a lot of pets, you know, me and Adam, we've had pets growing up. Uh, I, I never went to school for it. I've never really worked for, you know, a veterinary office or like a humane society type thing. But, you know, I've always I've always loved working with animals, dogs, cats, um, probably really anything, iguanas, I guess. Um, you know, and I've, you know, I've had a lot of uh, uh, cats, dogs, and, you know, Adam, he's a big dog fan and he, he had a, a really good dog named Archie. Archie. Archibald, yeah. And um, it's it's funny because you know, I'll let, I'll let him tell you the story about April first. I kinda <laughs> feel horrible for this. So but we'll we'll go into this really quick. I don't wanna don't wanna depress anybody here, but April first, twenty twenty, uh, was the day that Archibald he passed away. I remember waking up that morning, seeing him laying there on the kitchen floor and uh, That's depressing. It was the most god awful feeling ever. Yeah. And the worst part about it, when you go and tell everybody that your you know beloved dog has passed away, they're like, 
that's the, the worst April Fool's joke ever. Yeah, that, that was me who said that. That was me who said yeah. that because I thought, well, I mean, his dog was young. Like, there's no way. There's no way his dog could have just, just died off like that. There, there's no way. Like, not even a few months before, we're outside having a bonfire. This dog, this this German Shepherd, this huge horse monster, <laughs> he, he would literally carry giant tires around just in his jaws. Yeah. He, it was a chew toy for him. Yeah, it was just a chew toy. This thing was huge. He was bred like he was like an elephant and a horse and a dog combined. <laughs> he even like his like his muscles were like six of my bodies put together. It was yeah. insane. Um, he was literally just carrying around a shovel, just carrying around a shovel as we were you know having this bonfire. And I'm like Adam, look, dude, this dog is this dog is so just alpha and massive. <laughs> He's literally gonna dig your grave, man. Like he's gonna kill you and bury you himself. He was using a shovel as a chew toy. He's using going a shovel around. as a chew toy, just and he was dragging the ground, just so, so ominously, like Adam, I'm gonna bury you. I cannot wait to end it. And and it was insane. And I thought it was just the, the craziest thing because this dog was, and then, wow, I just I just couldn't fathom. All the only the thing about German Shepherds, they they have they're prone to to issues with their health and. He, he ended up getting sick, and it just went downhill from there. I mean, I didn't have thousands of thousands of dollars to spend on, so that's why I haven't had a dog since April 1st of 2020. Yeah. Um, I can't do it again, man. That was that Yeah, was, that and, that's, was and that's not, and that's, that's, that's something that, you know, animal lovers and pet lovers have to deal with, you know, no matter even if it's, because I'm sure people are working at like you know vets offices. They don't want to put people's animals like to sleep. I'm sure they don't want to do that. I don't. I don't. I don't think they wake up and think, "Well, I can't wait to go put someone's animal to sleep today. I can't wait to bring them misery. I can't wait to." I, I don't. I don't think, you know, they think that. But it's just something we got to do with. Yeah. You know? It so, could be. It could be the best ten years of your life with that animal. Then yeah. They could be your nowhere. best friend. Cause, yeah. Cause you remember. You remember Kitty, dude. Like Kitty was the greatest. Okay. Cat was, was, it, was, it, was Kitty a cat? Yes, Kitty okay. was the greatest, greatest. You're stupid once again. Uh, you and you and your jokes. <laughs> but Kitty was the greatest uh, cat I'd ever had. Uh, she was white and 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 brown and black, kind of calicoish with the white mix. I, I don't know. Oh, calicos are nice. Um, very pretty. Cats. And I, she would come in. She would come in my room. She would lay on my chest. She would just fall asleep. Uh, she was the best. She would get so excited when you pet her. She would drool. I've never seen a cat do Cats that before. Drool. Yeah, they do. I've never seen that. And every time I would say, she would go, Meow. she was incredible. I love that cat. I grew up with that cat. That cat was, I'm pretty sure that cat was 18 years old. 18 years old. Wow. I have never seen, I, I have never seen or heard of a cat that lived that long. I'm sure if we look on Google right now, we'll find a cat that lived to be 917 years old. You know, well, they have nine lives. Yeah, they've got a lot more than that, apparently, with some of these. Like I said, we could look up articles right now. I'm sure it's like the, the world's oldest cat surpasses human beings, becomes a god. <laughs> you know, there's there, there's probably so many articles about stuff. But like I said, that cat was really special to me. And just like Archie was special to you, like that, that cat was there from my middle school all the way to, I think, when I was... 26, 27, maybe 28. I'm not really sure the numbers. It's hard to think right now because I'm on the spot. But I know that, that that cat was very special to me. And and it's just amazing the feeling you have when, when, when they're gone. You know, you think, wow, yeah. all those years. I couldn't sleep. Like, yeah. I couldn't, I didn't sleep in my house for like three days straight. Yeah. I could not go back to that house for like almost a week. Yeah. And 
and just and not feeling the the the, the drool hit my face from, from a cat. I, mean, I don't know, that sounds really weird. But it's just something I got used to. And uh, she was such a good cat. And, and I know you had you had some other dogs, right? Uh, what was his name? Rufus? Rufus. Rufus. Yeah, he, was, he was a good dog. Wasn't he, in the, wasn't he always getting into fights with Archie, boo? Yeah. Like they would be like, uh, Archie. And start like freaking out on each other. Yeah, well, Archie, he would dominate every... I, so every time I took Archie to the park, it was... He was so protective. I could not even take him out in public half the time because he would just flip over other dogs. Now, maybe that's my fault. I didn't train him well enough. But every time I would like, you know, you know, you see a pretty girl in the park, you want to go talk to her, talk about your dogs. Yeah. It happened to me one time. And he started like almost trying to attack her dog. <laughs> and she was like, um, have a good day. And I was like, oh no, Archie. I'm, I'm assuming it didn't, it, it didn't yeah. end well that day. It's, didn't get her number. No, I, yeah, and I think, you know, that maybe in some way, I don't know if it's just the training or, because I'm not good at training dogs or cats or, or anything like that. I, I know I'm not. I just kind of just let them do whatever they want. I'm like, yeah, that's that's a good dog. That's a good cat, whatever. Just let them do their thing because that's just what, just animals, you know. Just let them do whatever. And I, I, like Buddy, you know, he's he's still he's still going. He's pretty, he's pretty older now. Uh, he's pretty up there now. Um, he's a golden retriever, but he's always been that way too. He's always been very protective, and he's always been like, woo, 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 you know, when he sees another dog or, or, or a cat, you know, maybe he thinks, oh, it's going to hurt my, my owner, or, or maybe it's just, you know, the, the, maybe just the <coughs> training. But I think a lot of dogs and animals can be like that, really. Um, yeah. One thing that really kind of irritates me, um, even in my neighborhood, uh, if you drive by, you see multiple dogs that are just like tied up outside or they're in like a little kennel in oh, the backyard. Yeah, yeah. And I've kind of, I've came close to just walk, knocking on those people's door and just asking like, hey, are you looking to rehome that dog? Because every single day we drive by yeah. and I've, I have yet to see anyone out there talking to the dog, playing yeah. with the dog or anything. And everybody's seen this, man. Everybody listening I know has probably seen. They just want to literally go up to the fence with some sort of like power saw or whatever can cut through it. It's like, you're free. You're free. You're free. You're free. Yeah. Yeah. Just cut it and just let him go. Like, if he if he left that, if he actually was able to leave that yard, he'd probably find a better family for the day was over. Yeah, he, he would literally, he could end up anywhere. He could end up at a gas station. He'd already be getting Cheetos yeah, free and, food and, and Mountain Dew Baja no, Blast or something. Yeah. It's probably not good for him. Auto but he, tickets. But you know, yeah, you know he'd be like, hell yeah, this is awesome. Because <laughs> he'd actually be out of the cage, you know, the world that he's stuck in. And, and you know, like I said, I, I don't, I, I can't tell people how to, how to, you know, raise their animals or train their animals. But, you know, get out there. You know, you know play, play with them. Speak, uh, speaking of jobs. Give a dog a bone. <laughs> Speaking of jobs, we should just go be like zookeepers. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, that, that's what, what, but which uh, which exhibit would you be over? Oh, dude, I'd probably. I like I like the polar bear. The polar bear. I think the polar you bear. You think you can handle the polar bear? Probably not. I think will probably maul me. Yeah, first day, yeah. Like but... one swipe, dude. And I think your head's gone. <laughs> You'll be headless ass. I'll carry fish in my pocket all the time. Raw fish <laughs> hey, and just feed it hey, to hey, me. Hey, here you go, here you go. Well, I you like Coca-Cola, right? Nah, well, like according to those old yeah. like Christmas commercials, they're all about like, oh, this is, this is a Coca-Cola? Let me girl, let me just gulp it down <laughs> right now. Here, I'll give, give my kids the stuff. Where would you be at? I think I would be in the penguins, man. Penguins? The penguins. So we'll kind of be working next yeah, to each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, 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 you can't eat the penguins. You can't eat the penguins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... I don't think they really. I don't think they, they, they eat seals. 
I don't want to be near the seals. I think I'll go with the penguins so I can just waddle around with them just, or whatever, yeah, whatever they do. Upland and that would be that would be an awesome job. But all right, guys, I think that is it for us today. But we are so happy that you listened. Uh, talk uh, listen listen to us talk about excuse me uh, some of our worst jobs, some of the dying jobs, and you know a job that field that we would like to be in because we really like pets and we know everybody loves pets. You know everybody loves animals. And if you ever want to get in contact with us, maybe have any questions, uh, concerns, or maybe you want to, uh, maybe you want to send us a topic, uh, you can always uh, send us a topic at the Adam and Kelso Show at gmail.com. And disclaimer: it is not an ampersand; it is the actual word "and." The Adam and Kelso Show at gmail.com. Yeah. If you got anything, send it to us. We'd we'll love, talk about it. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, heck, you know, send us an email with some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Um, Tell us we're terrible. Tell yeah, us I mean, we make you cry. Tell us our voices we, are horrible. We don't. It doesn't matter. We want to hear from you. Yes. That's what we're here for. Yeah. We're trying to get this thing started, and that is what we are here for. So if you want to give us a, a shout out, uh, maybe in your podcast if you have one, or like I said, email us. Let us know how we're doing, and we just want to thank you for listening for another week, and we appreciate it. Yeah, I'm Kelso, and I'm Adam, and again. we will see you next week. <laughs>